Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. This time last year, Rise of Skywalker was released, which was more of a nightmare than a dream. It's episode number 218. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. I, I, it, is, that's, that's worse than your political no, takes. Chris. No, Just... get ready. Joining me tonight, and I am Chris, I thought Solo was alright, Brammer. We have the man who is as divisive as the last Jedi, Tom Thrower. Uh that's good. Yeah, take that. Joke, jokes on all them, Tom, because I actually think Last yeah. Jedi is one of the better ones. It's definitely the um, best of the, of the ones since the like original releases. So we have David. He's from the original trilogy, Kalashor. <laughs> yes, he bam, lyrical blow to the jaw. Yep, and of course, keeping his hundred percent record, we have Tony, Tony Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take that. Yes. I, I thought you were going to say Tony Star Wars. I just, I just, I mean, that's big Tony Star it was, Wars. It was a, it was a Rise of Skywalker reference anyway, and I feel yeah. like referencing a niche meme about the film. The oh, thing is, th- that that film is bad enough, but that was definitely the worst moment of that film. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, well, no, physically I painful. I like it was Star Wars. I, I like all the Star Wars apart. If you cut that last five minutes of that last film off, it's brilliant. Can't fault uh, me. I mean, I didn't uh, enjoy the last film. It was pretty shit. Are we going to have to do an extra true. podcast for this? What? What? I, Please, dear God, no. <laughs> I think. I think what the world needs now is more white boys talking about Star Wars on a podcast. That is definitely <laughs> what is missing. Yeah, Chris. Chris, why do? <laughs> Chris, why do we need to talk about something that gets people upset, angry, and needlessly divisive when we've got Stoke City to talk about? <laughs> Thank you, Dave. You've brought Aww. me right back on track. Three-word reviews then from... Well, this is from the Derby game, but it's great. We have injuries could kill. We didn't lose. It was predictable. And then <laughs> that was actually at uh, uh, L.W. Hagen on Twitter. And then they've put uh, a lovely... Um, bet slip from their winnings on betting on a nil-nil um we've got last on motd we're not well listen um (laughs) a point will do chester makes draws absolute bore fest it was chester makes draws is an excellent pun that that needed more i'm sorry it took me a second that's that's excellent work (laughs) it was an odd week a week where we lost to cardiff who were not managed by neil warnock um, I don't want to interrupt, but, but but did we? Does anybody actually remember that happening? I have no idea. Uh, I, I assume I assume we did because I did a podcast with some uh, Derby fans this week, and they were referencing it a lot. And uh, so I was just like, "Oh yeah, we must have done that then." Did some cool. folks get injured in that match? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> stop <laughs> it! Right, stop it! Because I genuinely don't know who's who anymore. <laughs> Does. Is Sam Vokes like? Is he re- is is he Neil Warnock? Like I'm just so confused. And it was such a bad week of football. Like there were, literally, it was so dull. We lost to Cardiff and we drew nil nil with Wayne Ruby's Derby County. All the positivity has been sucked from the sucked from my veins. Is this the end of days? Anyone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I, I, I maintain that we the Cardiff game didn't actually happen because I don't remember it, even though I definitely know I watched whoever we played that day. Uh, there was only one thing of note happened in that, which we're not going to talk about right now. Um, um, who, who did turn out to be Cardiff manager? Was it Neil Harris? Neil Harris. Okay. Did he complain about the dressing room? <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe we cleaned the dressing room up. Maybe that's why we didn't win. Yeah, they were knackered because we've been scrubbing all all week or something. Well, Neil Harris did used to be at Millwall, so maybe he's used to it. I don't know. Just a big sty full of animals or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. <laughs> See, this is where we were missing I, you last week, weren't we? I've had a new haircut and I'm ready for a scrap with all the Millwall fans. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, do you feel? I mean, Dave, I don't know how I much don't of feel. Do I don't feel anything. Do you I feel? I don't know how much. No. Just, <laughs> it's just, just an em- empty chasm in my soul right now. It's yeah. like being dumped or um, just waking up without a face or something. You just don't seem to. You just don't, don't seem to really exist. <laughs> Sorry, just Tom's literally just spat out his beer. Um, uh, it's, I mean, the HMS pissed the league has been scuppered. It has um, by by the U boat of um, EFL conspiracy and uh, the unfortunate rapid passage of time, which means for some reason we appear to be playing games every three days rather than every seven, like a normal civilized league would. Um, and so it's. Just bad vibes, um, and this this is for everyone who claims I'm a glory podcaster and only comes on when we win. Here I am, here I am at the end of days, holding hands like at the end of Toy Story three, just waiting for us to fall into the furnace of death and/or mid-table mediocrity, and just yeah. fuck off, football, you what? utter shit. Just fucking go back to your roots and just be a pig's bladder kicked around by medieval peasants again we're better then (laughs) (laughs) it certainly hasn't been the 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 most positive of weeks tom you usually can strike some form of positivity out of out of the negative um what's uh, give us something give us something to to cling to like is there anything Give us your expert analysis, Thomas. Um, I, I would have said, if we recorded this yesterday, in the immediate wake of the Derby match, that match situation FC are still going strong. They're making sure that they don't lose matches. Um, but, but due to events of today, match situation FC have become uh, that, that, that meme of everything's on fire and we're all just <laughs> sat there with our beers or teas trying to say that everything's fine. It's not. It's all gone wrong. Is right, okay. There was a discussion online over the weekend on, on Twitter because that's where I get all my interactions. Um, there was a discussion, Jesus Christ, you've got two kids, Chris. <laughs> come on, neither of them are on Twitter, though. No, they're not. Thank, thank God for that. Um, <laughs> they would just be they'd just troll everyone so online. Um, <laughs> there was a discussion though uh, that this team, the, the performance yesterday, uh, the nil-nil against Derby County, where we didn't really threaten too much, that that was that was abysmal. That Michael O'Neill is too defensive. He is our own worst enemy, 
and that this squad should be, as Dave has used so flowery language in the past, should be pissing this league. This this squad should be up there at the very top, and that it's it's a, a result of negative management that uh, we find ourselves wherever we are now. I would counter that by saying what you just said there, Tom, your your panic over the fact that a key player in Sam Vokes, a.k.a. Tyrese Campbell, is injured now, and the, the, the fear that that is scuppered our plans for the season would suggest to me that this is not a squad that is built to... To win the league as of as of yet, like we all know that they're, they're good and that on their day they can play well and blah de blah. But I don't think any of us, no one started this season saying, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're in it this time." Like I think at best people were like, "We can maybe push for playoffs." At best, and look at us talking like the season's over now just because <laughs> a nineteen-year-old striker has got injured. I say that because, but he is very important. Um, now there's a lot to to unpack there. Tony, you have your hand up like Sorry. a glass. Yeah, I know that. I only did it because I know it really annoys Dave. Um, but I, I did have a positive from yesterday. Or two positives oh, from yesterday, actually. Uh, one, we didn't lose to Derby, which we normally lose to Derby because Derby are shit faces. Also, some, sporadically, they're quite good, but obviously not this season. Uh, the other, The other good thing was Captain James Chester... Did that ace block, which admittedly it was his fault that the ball went through, but it was just a really, really, really exciting bit of defending to watch, if you like pragmatism and defensive football. Um, And then he did that really adorable post-game interview, which has made me like him now. So I'm on the James (laughs) Chester train, which is going to backfire because he's been shit most of his Stoke career, but I I enjoyed him yesterday. Um, As far as what you were talking about there goes... Yeah, if we were all saying, what, 8th to 15th was like a reasonable achievement for this season, having very nearly gone down to the league below last season. So we're in touching distance of the playoffs. We've lost 12 players to injury (laughs) in the last three weeks, I think. One of those players is probably our best player particularly at the goal-scoring end, just really, really good. And that is obviously bad. And it's sad for him because, fucking hell, he's on such an upward curve and just brilliant. Um, But for all the mess that we're in without him, I'm sad not to be able to watch him play the rest of his Mm. season. That's sad. But also, yeah, if if we stay in that 8th to 15th or within reach of playoffs and make it to playoffs without him, that perhaps shows that we're actually a really... We're better than everyone's saying we are? Yeah. Tom, you're nodding your head. I am, because ultimately the, the discourse that you referred to, and arguably the discourse we started the pod with, stinks like shit. It's it's a gross, horrible discourse, because, yeah, I'm upset and, and angry at the world for many reasons. <laughs> um, Tyrese Campbell's injury topping the list currently. Um mm. And this disappointment is more so a reflection of we started the season really well. Everyone else in the league was a bit eh. There's been no standout candidates. Norwich and Bournemouth and Watford have suddenly woken up in the past sort of two weeks. And it's it's looking like that um, that that 
that dream of us after starting the season well and competing might be dying. But that doesn't mean this season's going to be a bad season. It's going to be an improvement on the last season. If you want to complain about negative managers holding us back, yeah, complain about negative managers spending tens of millions of pounds assembling the most extensive championship squad to have people like Sam Vokes, Tom Ince. I can't even be asked anymore. I'm so frustrated with those lot because the reason we've done well is because players have come into the team and played their asses off. Jordan Cousins has been yeah. spectacular recently. And we're now at a point where the squad is so threadbare that people like Tom Ince and Sam Vokes are going to actually get back into the team. And they don't deserve to. They're just there because they're on massive wages and won't leave. Um, and those are the options that we've got to pick. Ultimately, Michael O'Neill is not going to bring on Thibaut Verlinden for the first game of football he's played in 10 months. Um, when we're on the back foot against the team who are desperate for wins. If you think that's going to happen, mm-hmm. I, 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 that, that, that is the kind of thing that a Nathan Jones, who I hold in sort of the dark reaches of my mind, might do. And that didn't really work out, did it? So let's, let's maybe not nail a manager for seeing a game that's not in our favour and going, yeah, let's just take a point and get out of here. That's, to, that's that. to play to play devil's advocate, and I'll throw this to you, Dave. If Michael O'Neill is going into games and and he is setting us up to uh, in, in in that in that mannerism that we are all oh so familiar with, where we're playing away from home, so first and foremost we are being defensive. We are looking at for, like we are looking to not concede and just get away with being defensive first and foremost. Against a team who has been very, very poor and up until recently only just got their first win of the season. Is this not the same things that we rightly lauded over previous managers who were, I'll use this again, negative in quote marks? Um, Are we, like, previous managers will have been slated for the same thing, would they not? Um. I think well, the, the crucial difference between O'Neill and someone like Rowett is uh, looking at the league table now, we've won eight and drawn five. Under Rowett, that would be won three and drawn 26. Um, <laughs> so it's... O, O'Neill has won enough and done enough with this team to um, shield himself from a lot of that criticism in terms of, yes, okay, fair enough, you know, Derby are have been shit this season and, you know, going there with that attitude is perhaps... You know, understandably, if you've paid £10 for a stream and whatever, you might be a bit disappointed that we've not really gone for it. However, we, we were without Tyrese Campbell. We had to play a, an absolutely knackered Fletcher because Sam, because, because Sam Vokes. And, <laughs> like, it, and again, we'll go back to the point of we're playing games at a ridiculous pace now, an absolutely unspeakable amount of games with 12 injuries. With, yes, we do have a, a, a big squad, and that, that big squad is the only reason why we're just about sort of mm-hmm. managing to avoid playing the under-16 team right now. But it's it's just baffling that after the progress we've continually made, we've having this continual upswing 
of progress right from day one when he started. And now we're like, oh, what? oh I'm not sure. We're, we're a bit negative against Derby. <laughs> well, do, do, do we play? We've got like 13 fit players and they're all knackered. They're all absolutely <laughs> shattered. And we've got to play Spurs in 10 days. Fucking Spurs. Like, look, did you, did you see, have you seen Caden Son recently? They, they're really fucking good. And just like I, I, I said, I said even after we, I think our last win, I said this is going to be a tough old winter for us because the yeah. games are ridiculous and we have that extra League Cup game which other teams in the Championship don't. Mm-hmm. And so I was expecting more injuries, albeit not as disastrous as the one to Tyrese. I was expecting games to be harder. I was expecting them to be more of a slog. And it was just about kind of getting through them and managing the, the situation as best we can. And if that means taking a point at Derby, fuck it. Well done, Michael yeah. O'Neill. Good point at Derby. You could have gone balls to the wall, you know, <laughs> stuck Sandvokes <laughs> up front with with Fletcher, gone, you know, 3-4-3 three, three, and got pelted 4-0 like we did at Derby last season. So maybe we've learned some lessons as we've gone along as well. He's, he's a great, he's a fantastic manager doing a fantastic job. Like get some fucking perspective, um, and on a on a on a more serious point, um, as you know, devastated and hyperbolic as we all are about the Campbell injury, it's more disappointing for Tyrese himself. It's mm-hmm. like nineteen years old; he's world at his feet. Like he's probably arguably been one of, if not the top player in the championship this season. Possibly the be- the best forward player up there with Tony probably or Buendia or some, someone like that. But it just, it's absolutely gutting that he's going to miss this huge stepping stone in his career. Um, now, obviously, people are sort of saying from a selfish point of view, like, oh, it means we can keep him a bit longer. Well, I I don't know. I'd, just, I'd rather see Tyree shine than have the prospect of, you know, maybe we'd get an extra few games out of him but mm. yeah it's just it just it, it just yeah. baffles me sometimes the, the the amount of pearl clutching we do mm. um uh, you know i'm saying this on the wizards drivel podcast so. <laughs> there's two, two things I'd, two things i'd take there from that dave uh, firstly, when you get angry with that new haircut it's really intimidating uh, and yeah. two, and two um how do, how a question then for the for the room? How do we go about replacing a player like Tyrese Campbell, or who who comes in and and shows that speed stuff? Now is it Jacob Brown? Is he now in the squad forever? Like what's how do we or do we just not replace Tyrese Campbell and we play with Fletcher and Vokes and Lee Gregory as a front three? I don't know, like what do we do? I, I do think that. Uh, obviously, 2020 has been sort of Tyrese Campbell's year, starting with Huddersfield, um, which was fucking great. Um, but I, I feel like at the end of last... No, not at the end of last season, because that was lockdown. Before the world ended, um, <laughs> we were doing quite well, and Tyrese Campbell played a role in that, but he didn't play the only role. I think sort of... Um, uh, uh, we were missing our two players of the season from last season in the derby match as well. Both Klukas and McLean were unavailable, injured, mm-hmm. whatever. Joe Allen. Um, sorry, who? Um, uh, we're, I think we've just got to go back to this idea of a team. I think it will, it will kill us at, at points this season, not having a player like Campbell, who 
was getting to the stage where you could just give him the ball and he'd go and do something fantastic for you uh, and you wouldn't really have to support him. Maybe maybe you'd have to be in the box for the perfect cross flicked into your head where it would be pretty much impossible to miss. But I do think we've got to fall back <laughs> on to this idea of being a team and all working together and I, I, O'Neill will do that. I, I, I have absolutely zero doubts that O'Neill will get us to that position um, and that players will step up because I know... People haven't been super on Jacob Brown, which is probably his own fault for scoring in his first appearance. Never a sensible thing to do as a Stoke player. <laughs> All he sets expectations way too high. But he's got a massive chance to come in and play regularly until his legs break. Um, there's others in the team. I, I, I know I sort of said Valinden wouldn't ever come on against Derby, but he now has a much clearer route back into the team than he previously had. Um, and it's probably why it's taken him so long to actually be with the first team. So the kangle, the, 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 the kangle, the carrot is dangling um, for lots and lots of this team. Um, and I think O'Neill will probably get quite a lot of them to buy and we won't be as good as we were, but yeah, we'll be okay. Okay. And Tony, who are you looking forward to having back from injury? Tyrese obviously isn't going to be back this season, but who who... Who do you think comes back from injury and improves this this team? Hang on, let me just change my screen settings so Tom's full screen. Uh, Joe Allen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am quite looking forward to him. I think it'll be interesting. I think um, we've seen a number of players who have shown little bit glimpses of goodness since Michael O'Neill came in suddenly flourish. Um, when given the opportunity, I'm interested to see what Michael O'Neill can do with or to Joe, uh, Joe Allen. I forgot his yeah. name. I was going to say James because I was thinking about James Chester still. Weird. Um, <laughs> Welsh internationals are all the same person. Exactly. Yeah. Some some of them Speak- are better for putting cold drinks in than others. Speaking speaking of also, um, Adam Davis does he get back in? To the goal when he's when he's back fit, or are we? Are we ha- I mean, there's lots of different. There are different head shakes going on here. There's nods and shakes. There's divided opinion. So, Dave, you went yes, yes, um, because he's our best goalkeeper. Um, Bursic has done really well. I'm super chuffed for for Joe Bursic, but there there's there's also a reason why we're all flapping around trying to get in. 55-year-old loan players from other championship clubs. Um, because as good as Bursic has been, um, he's still a very raw young goalkeeper. And Davis just, especially at the start, well, obviously you didn't see him last season, um, but at the, st- the start of the season, he, he's just, um, you know, commanded his area really well. He's got a good feet on him. He's just, I've, I've, was so so impressed with how well Davis has done. And going back to sort of um, my my second rant of this podcast was about all the criticism and stuff. We've we've plugged away with a nineteen year old goalkeeper making his first appearances in the yeah. championship. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Few games <laughs> at the back, we've got two other children who, who barely, you know barely played competitive football beforehand. So fucking hell, we've done really well considering we've got you know. A, Oh, I don't know. Just, just, yeah, but yes, Davis back in goal. Just to riff off that before we go back to goalkeepers, I think, uh, and I was going to mention it until Dave's rant went elsewhere. Um, 
the, the reason we're all so pissed off is because of Mon's success. This is the first time mm. since we lost at Wigan that we've gone two games without a win. That's, 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 half, we, that's pretty much half a season. There's 24 games that have gone on where we've won at least one in two matches we've played back-to-back. And I, I think it was on the, on the match yesterday, they, there was an incredible stat that it will be now nine away games, but in, what is it? I can't, re- I can't remember, but I think it was kind of like in, in nine of the, we, we've not conceded in nine away games or something ridiculous like that. I can't remember the stat. Like, we've only conceded in, in away games to, um, is it Watford and... Norwich, I want to say. Did we play them? Have we not? I don't well, know who it was. No, um, Norwich did did us at Swansea. Okay, Sw- Swansea. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, one of those teams. Not uh, like you to get teams wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Michael Loudrup Swansea? Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, Meet you scored <laughs> against us. Exactly, exactly. Scott Sinclair was there as well. Hang on, is Um, Michu available on a free? Because I've just had an idea. (laughs) Oh man, what a what a fun time that was in football, wasn't it? Swansea winning the League Cup. Oh, what? How how wonderful. So jealous of them for winning that trophy that time. Um, It's all right. We're doing it this year. Yeah, we are. That's the spirit. That's the spirit, Dave. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what else I wanted to. I was, was going to say I don't think Davies come straight back in. Go on, Tony. I've, forgot, I've forgotten corner. my reasoning now. Because oh, um, Angus Gunn comes think, back in because he's great. Well, I, I was. I was going to say I'm slightly fearful Angus Gunn comes in even though he's on loan. He is on loan, isn't he? Just because, like when Gunn arrived, it was like okay, he's not going to play because Davies is the best goalkeeper that's ever lived, um, and then. Davies immediately gets injured. Bit sus, but that's that's the way of these things, especially this season where everyone gets injured anyway, so it doesn't matter. And then Gunn played all right, all right, very good, very good, then got injured. So I I don't think he'll drop Bursic just because Bursic, particularly the last two games, has looked just he's just getting better in every game and it's like well you don't want to take him out of that you want to see where he gets to I don't I, I, I can't I just can't see him pulling him straight out as soon as another goalkeeper's fit but I do think he'll get injured reasonably soon <laughs> and then Davies will come in or one of the other two will come in anyway I think that's totally fair statistically totally. It's, it's definitely certain yeah. mm. shall we shall we do some fun <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shall we? Shall we do episode three of Michael O'Neill's Stoke Detective? Why not, eh? Why Let's not? do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Hit okay. the music. Um, I was going to say, can you leave a little gap for the music this week? <laughs> Don't matter. Carry on. <laughs> um, well, I was going to sort of uh, preface it with um, <laughs> the fact that. Uh, we we are doing this in aid of uh, Stoke on Trent food banks, and uh, we continuing to bit by bit uh, raise money for food banks in Stoke on Trent, which is amazing. But uh, there are twelve days left until Christmas, and we're going to try and make a real push in these final few days to get as close to five thousand as we can. And I know that's um, 
going to ask a lot from quite a few of you and so many of you have already donated 201 people have already donated to the food bank appeal which now stands at 4360 pounds and uh to maybe incentivize us to uh donate a bit more uh Topher Knowles who has done a superb uh poster for this series which is just just an incredible piece of work and is we all love it um um has offered to uh, kind of or raffle off rather a uh, a print uh, of that for you uh, so if you donate any amount at all to the Wizards of Drivel Food Bank Appeal um, and use the hashtag Detective MON then you will be entered into a uh, a prize draw to win your own there are only or there is only one in existence that's right lads isn't it yeah there's only one in existence <laughs> and uh and that can be yours if you donate any amount at all to the WOD Food Bank Appeal. Now then, uh, last episode, what happened there? Well, some baby, some Bangora turned up, um, <laughs> and he told he, he told Michael and Billy all about um, how this conspiracy goes much further than Moritz Bauer. But what, oh. who, how, when? Let's find out in episode three of Michael O'Neill, Stoke Detective. Fade in. Clayton Wood. Michael slams back his pre-lunch Guinness and glowers. On the walls are numerous photos, maps, hastily written post-it notes, and lots of those bits of string connecting them all, like in proper films. The notes reveal the Stoke manager's increasing frustration with the season and the case. He scans the walls. Words like Bauer, Bangora, Clone, and Tadja jump out at him. None of this makes sense. He may have Stoke in the top half of the championship... But the injuries are mounting up, and the Moritz Bauer case seems as puzzling now as it first did when he took the call from Peter Coates in Belfast. A knock at the door. Coates enters. Well, morning, Michael. How's it going? Ah, boss. I'm going insane here. This Bauer case gets more complicated and overwritten by the week. <laughs> I just don't see where the next break is going to come from. Well, probably next weekend, the way our injuries are going. It's too much, boss. I just don't see how I can succeed. And you know I hate to fail. <laughs> Luke, Michael, relax. Go for a walk. Perambulate. Take a stroll by the canal. Buy an oatcake. Fuck buying oat cake. <laughs> I'm losing my marbles here. All right, Michael. <laughs> Calm down. You don't need any more stress on your plate right now. Billy McKinley enters in a state of panic. He is covered in mud. His right earlobe is on fire. He flaps his arms about. I made a brilliant penguin! Ah! My side head! But... Billy, what, what what is it? <laughs> but Billy, c- calm down. Y- y- you're not making any sense. I'd make a brilliant penguin. <laughs> ah, my sighted. 
You what? Penguin. You have to be kidding me. Right. To the Michael Mobile. You drive, Billy. <laughs> Box visits breakfast. <laughs> Oh, God. Cut to a multi-storey car park shrouded in darkness, like in all the President's men. Michael and Billy approach a figure who stands in the shadows. Bridget's my favourite. Nee Parasan! <laughs> yeah, who are you? You told me you had a tip in the case of Moritz Bauer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my homie. I've been following the case from the beginning. You could say I have a personal interest in it. Liebensraum. I I have no idea who you are, but any information would be welcome. Yeah, I care nicht. I just have top information from my info hat. You are not to be worrying about me. I mean, <laughs> M- Moritz Bauer. The case is bigger than that. Th- that's what that old Texan bloke, Sammy Begu Bangora, said. <laughs> he is part of it all. Mein Apfelschaft. There is a conspiracy to keep Stoke from being in the Premier League. Don't you see? I bought that toilet! <laughs> Yeah, it is criminal. You have been given the worst referees. All the players are told to injure your boys. And worst of all, there is Project Gemini. Project Gemini? Yeah, your players, they have been secretly kidnapped and cloned in laboratories in stone. Your players are copied into replicas of themselves. Perfect physical copies. We have a word for it in German. We call it clones. Multi bastards, double French. <laughs> Be thinking about it, you silly Wiener Schnitzel. Ever had a player who was good when you signed him, but turned out to be shiser? It is a clone. They have been replacing all your players. With... <laughs> it's turning into Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> They've been replacing your player with clones who have all the footballing abilities removed. There is a conspiracy against Stoke. After all this time, I was beginning to think I was the biggest limiting factor for this team. Nine! That is rubbish! Who could possibly think that? Anyway, I'll be in trouble if I talk too much. But if you want your players back, speak to Shay Given. Shay Given? Yeah! You'll find him in at the old people's home in Newcastle. He knows where the original version of Sam Vokes... He's gone Welsh now. (laughs) He's being held captive. An old people's home. I hate the frail. (laughs) Ring, 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 ring. Michael O'Neill's phone rings. What? What? Oh, no! He turns and throws his phone across the car park in anger. He turns back round. The mysterious man has disappeared from the shadows. They've injured our lovely Tyrese. Is this part of the conspiracy? 
sir? What? He's gone. Billy. But how? These gloves are brilliant. (laughs) However that mysterious man was, he's helped us out with the bar case. But I can't believe it. Tyrese injured. Whoever's behind this conspiracy has no decency. This time, it's personal. Can Michael O'Neill deal with the crisis on the phone about the clone in stone? Can he be asked to go to Newcastle? What happened to the Linda PA? Find out next time on Michael O'Neill, Stoke Detective. Gosh. Oh Jesus Christ! It's a thoroughly silly Mike, thing. I, I think your Michael O'Neill's getting better every week. <laughs> it was a bit Scottish then. There was some. There was some wobbling. Uh, well, well, I, I, I can't well, possibly comment. Like he, did mani- he did manage breaking. He did manage breaking, so it's fine. <laughs> but also, also <sighs> they're interchangeable accents because Graham Soonis and Brendan Rogers have exactly the same voice. <laughs> Have I seen them in the same room? Don't think I have. That's true. It's true. Very true. Uh, well, Dave, our writer and creator, I must thank you once again for a riveting episode. I cannot wait to see where it goes next. Oh, I think you can. But I don't think you want to. <laughs> Well, I will. With with that nicely cheering me up for another week. Lads, is there lads, any uh, Arsenal lost one 0 at home to Burnley? <laughs> yeah. We get to play Arsenal next season. Hey. <laughs> Fuck it! Ima- imagine Arsenal coming to the Bet Three Six Five in the dirt and the cold in the Championship. Just oh the sheer oh. fucking stoke of it. Oh, what I would. The only thing I'd like more is them coming and then, like. Uh, like underestimating the championship and not getting out of it in one season. That would be just... The dream. We've must go because the time is running out. So I will say thank you, Tony. Thank you. Love you all. Thank you, Dave. Bam. Lyrical blow to the jaw. <laughs> thank you, Tom. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for this nonsense. And thank you, and thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back again someday in the future stay safe out there and take care of each other and more importantly go on stoke even in these trying times go on stoke new normal <laughs>